Welcome to Pearls of Life. We are honored you have chosen to spend time with us today. Our desire is for you to experience peace and to thrive. We exist to encourage you and fellow Christians to trust in the character and providence of God for all things, beginning with our faith. Having faith when life is going well is common, but when the trials and storms of life come through troubled or ended relationships, financial crises, health issues, death, loss, grief, even overwhelming situations and circumstances, these are the times when faith is challenged and may falter. Our faith must be founded on the character of God based in a Judeo-Christian biblical perspective of both the Old Testament and New Testament. In Scripture, Luke 16.31 reads, He said, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. Life lessons are what we call pearls of life. It is often through the trials and storms of life where the providence of God provides life lessons or our pearls of life. Thank you again for joining us today. Let's begin today's session. Welcome to today's session of Pearls of Life. My name is Tim, time without an E, and I'm honored to be your host today. Before we continue, would you join me as we pray the Lord's Prayer together? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. This week, I had two very different conversations with two men in my life. Both of my friends are at different stages and ages of their lives, yet I found they had one thing in common. Before we continue, I have a question for you to consider. My question is this. Can you describe the dreams you had for your life as a child or as a young adult beginning your life's journey? If you're married, does your spouse know of your dreams? And do you and your spouse share a mutual dream? When we were young, we all had dreams. Some of those dreams were more of a fantasy than reality, but we all had dreams. As a child, my mother caught me in my second-story bedroom window with a linen cloth as a cape, preparing to fly like Superman. This was a fantasy and a true story. Hopes and dreams are important. Our hopes and dreams provide direction and purpose. When we are pursuing our dreams, we are able to pursue the dreams and press on, even in the most difficult of times and challenging of circumstances. The two things my friends had in common was they both had forgotten their dreams. One friend confided in me that he was afraid to dream, and the other, he had given up on dreams altogether. Both of their stories really hurt my heart. One friend was just beginning his adult life and needed guidance. My other friend needed to work through some issues from his past so that he could heal 
and live and live an abundant life, the life that God had intended for him. The truth is, we can't thrive with open wounds. We can't thrive when we have unresolved issues, open hurts. But we can thrive when those wounds become scars, because scars only say where we've been. They don't dictate where we're going. The sad truth is that both my friends were unable to dream because they had lost themselves. They had forgotten who they were. Their worlds had fallen apart, and they were only able to make it day to day. Have you lost yourself? Have you forgotten who you are? When we lose a job, or a relationship ends, or our child moves out and moves on with their life, or possibly when a family member or loved one rejects us or our values, when our dreams are shattered, we lose hope and we can lose ourselves. Unfortunately, this is a reality for many. It is a story for more of us than we want to admit, especially if we are Christians. Fortunately, our Lord and Savior understands exactly where we are. Matthew 9.36 reads, When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Do you feel harassed? Do you sometimes feel helpless? Our Savior understands. When experiencing a time of sadness after losing ourselves, we are often dealing with shame or self-imposed guilt. We all have faults, and we all contribute to the bad situations in our lives, but not all the responsibility or guilt is ours to bear. We must make an honest assessment of what we contributed to the situation. We need to acknowledge our contribution, taking full responsibility for our part, and then asking for forgiveness from our Lord and Savior. This is repentance. This, my friend, is why I believe the Lord's Prayer is so important for our faith. Because we pray, quote, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and so forth. Have you ever thought about the difference between being mad and sad? You know, the person who is sad, the one who acknowledges the losses and is living with sadness, that's one side of the story, while the other one is placing blame, refusing to take personal responsibility, they are mad. They're living in a state of madness. For change to occur, madness must become sadness. Sadness for the loss of the relationship. The sadness needs to become madness for changes to take place, to be implemented. We must become mad enough about this situation willing to make the changes that are necessary to improve our situation and circumstances. Having received forgiveness, we are able to start fresh and begin to live a full life Living the full life requires living by principles and priorities. God's Word, the Scripture, offers truth and guidance for our lives. We should turn to them not just when things are going badly, but every day. James 1, 22-25 reads, Do not merely listen to the Word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the Word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror 
and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. I learned the difference between a piece of glass and a mirror is that precious element that's on the other side of the glass. And that's that silver lining. And this scripture saying that when we look into the scriptures, the precious element is that we see ourselves and our identity is in Jesus Christ. I trust you will find comfort in reading the word with prayer. I do not think it's a coincidence that there are 31 Proverbs and 31 days for the longest month. In closing, Proverbs 31.2 reads, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and a prosperity. Until next time, thrive. Thank you for joining us today. Please tell your friends about our weekly podcast. Our prayer is that your faith is founded in faith alone, Christ alone, scripture alone, grace alone, and to the glory of God alone. We trust that your life lessons will become your pearls of life for you to share with friends, family, and others who come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. If you'd like more information about today's session, additional resources, or to contact us, please visit our website, pearlsoflife.net. You can follow us on Facebook or Meta and on LinkedIn. Until next time, experience peace and thrive.